You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. We're going to get to it in just a second, but we have a quick announcement. Donate buttons. That's right. Not only can you guys support us by emailing the show, but you can also now finally uh, support the podcast directly. That's right. You get lots of free entertainment, free podcasts from us, and we enjoy doing it. However, we would love the podcast to continue, and a lot of people are working on it that basically donate their time. So if you feel like donating a dollar or a thousand dollars, and you can't get out to support us at a live performance, just go to StandUpNYLabs.com, click on Entertainment, and then click on the blue We Know Nothing logo. And there's a little pink button there that says Donate. You can write in your donation, and we will thoroughly enjoy and appreciate that. And now, back to the show. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing. Shelby, you better well be calling me. So hard to clap, Sam. I'm writing a song about Shelby. You better well be writing me. Here's what I don't understand. You can whip out a song like that, but when I ask you to write a song for I've Had It, Bro, my I have it. You haven't done it. Here it goes. It goes like this. It's going to be orchestrated, but it's going to be like this. It's going to go like this. I've had it, bro. I've had it, bro. I've had it, bro. I've had it, bro. You're making me sick. That's Wait, great. the end no, I, like I didn't that. nail. No, I like that. That the was end. good. Uh, yeah, but I caught the you sentiment. You're making me sick. I love it. Phil Hanley does make me sick, when, especially when he's running late to podcast to pick up kind bars or whatever. Uh, good for yeah. him. He's nourishing himself. He's self-parenting himself, no, and good for your, him. Your positivity is putting me in a <laughs> even more negative spirit. So tell me, you, we were talking before this started about uh, the email you got from this oh, former flame. You're just diving right into well, it. I don't care for him, and I and I, I want my uh, I want my views on this guy known. Well, all right. You used to like this guy. A First lot. of all, welcome to We Know Nothing. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to the engineers. Thank you for donating. Thank you because we're all broke and trying to make a living in New York City, and rents are high. Second of all, Phil died. Third of all, me and Sam today. Hope you enjoy it for the next ten minutes. Phil's coming. He's late. He's coming though. <sighs> Fourth of all, we've got a bunch of pods in the bank, which I'm excited about. We got to because we're, we're on the road a lot. You know, it's hard. Sam is killing it. I'm doing all right. On television. I saw you on Fox. Last night. You can look that up on, on Red Eye. Yeah, yeah. You and Joe Mackey having a we had major a hot, segment. hot segment. And we and the fans are divided, which is nice. Like a lot of tweets say Team Mackey. A lot say Planet Sam. You know, <laughs> the, the fans are divided. And it's uh, some some say Sam Morell won by TKO. And oh, some, so it's a debate between you well, and Jamaica. Well, not really, but we do it. We do the verses for fun. It gets people more into it, I think. I love it. And I like that you guys are truly friends underneath it all. Here's what I'm saying. I'm going to be your coach and your manager. You are so attractive. You look great on this thing. What I want from you, you are. You do you are. feel the sexual chemistry going on, <laughs> Shelby? I mean, I feel like, look, I wasn't going to say anything. Shelby's our new engineer who I, I love. Feel like you have nice, big Russian eyes. Are you Russian? Okay, you were complimenting my looks. Why are you jumping to him? <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is getting a little... I'm insecure on you. Shelby, you better well be riding me. Sam, Sam, show us your ham. That's a good one. The only thing that rhymes with Shelby is also... She didn't even, digni- you didn't even dignify my song with a response. <laughs> the Selby. The Selby the is a great song. website. The Check ham it song, out. kids can sing. It's What's easier. The ham song? Sam, Sam, show us your ham. That's a fun one. <laughs> It's not a real song. Well, neither shall be, but you made it up. Why can't I make up songs? <laughs> we should collab. Thanks for your text. I would love to collab. Earlier today. You're so, yeah, I didn't even get a response. I, I, I said I text Anya. <laughs> Shelby, I text Anya. I think your new song, Ordinary Dude, on her upcoming album, which the whole album is unbelievable. I said, I think Ordinary Dude is going to be like a huge hit. She doesn't even <laughs> respond. 
said, is that is that a good friend? I said thanks. I was on the fucking elliptical, oh, on working the elliptical. Yeah, on yeah. my fitness. Like she wasn't checking her phone on the elliptical. That's that's a thing you can't check your phone. I'm sorry. On. I was watching the YouTube clip you sent me of you and Joe Mackey. Is my entire that was workout. hours ago. That was hours. So you were on the elliptical for two hours. Basically. I think you've just been caught in a lie. <laughs> Whatever. I watched you and Joe on the elliptical. You've also ignored the question I've asked you okay, about this fine. guy. I mean, right. I mean, look, it's very easy to get me off top topic when you just start complimenting me. <laughs> we know. all know I'm a sucker for a good compliment. I love a compliment. I love when you tell me I'm handsome. It makes me feel very good. I'm not feeling good about myself right now. That's why I'm wearing a Knicks jersey, you know? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. All, I'm not really dressed up. You look great. I saw you walking up the stairs. I didn't know who it was, and I was like, "That guy looks cool," and he's wearing a Sam. Murrell Shelby, can sweatshirt. you leave us alone for a few minutes? I think. Uh, <laughs> no, you were wearing a sweatshirt with your last name on it. I know it's pretty pretentious, <laughs> right? It's pretty douchey. You get a look at this, Shelby. You see that? It says Morel. It looks good. Phil, Phil has one too. And then you're wearing a sports jersey under that. It says that. Phil's last name on it. It says not a man. That's his last name. <laughs> Take that, listener who didn't like when I did that. My feedback to you on Red Eye is such. I want you to work the camera more. Joe Mackey really knows how to work that cam. Mm-hmm. He's looking right into it. He's articulating. He sounds loud in a good way. Mm-hmm. He's punching his jokes. He's like lilting up when he needs to. And you are just like... You're just letting all that talent just kind of like I don't, sit there. I, I, I thought she liked the segment, Shelby, <laughs> so I'm confused. It feels like now she's just kind of cutting me down. I'm saying there's a t- there's like 1% of shit that you could work on to really kill Joe. You're right. I, I think I already am killing him. but <laughs> With your wit. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my wit really was on a full point last night, guys. Here's what you do. You're doing it right now. You go into bedroom, you like downshift into bedroom voice, which is super useful at times in your life. In the bedroom. Exactly. Yeah. But on TV, you got to like, you have to be a little louder. I tell the guys on the podcast, can we raise Sam? Because I don't want to lose these jokes, these gems. Yeah, I mean, look, everyone's worried about losing my jokes. I mean, they they really come in handy. <laughs> everyone's also worried that Anya keeps changing the, <laughs> the fucking second. subject. Okay, fine. <laughs> that's a new You're one. That's a, that's a new segment. I'm Anya is <laughs> changing the, the fucking oh, okay. subject. We need a live crowd this. We need a live crowd to jump in. Anya is changing okay. the... You get it. You heard me the first Do you guys want to do a live We Know Nothing? I'm asking you, the listener. Email us at we know nothing pod G. What is our email? We know nothing Anya, pod you're the, you're at the intelligence behind this. Phil and I are kind of, you know... Here's the thing. We have like 12 seats in here. We could easily cram in some listeners. On my old podcast, I did a live podcast in here, and it was Oh, great. Moonlighting? How yeah, many yeah. apps did you have? I don't know. We had like probably 60 or 70. What? Yeah, yeah. And you just abandoned it? I abandoned it uh, because I don't like doing a podcast on my own. I don't I don't like worrying about like booking all the guests myself. Right. I don't like, because like this one, I know you and Phil will be here. But like when I'm doing my own, it was just, I had to get a guest <laughs> Meanwhile, empty chair over well, here. Well, he'll come eventually, you know? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Anya. God damn it. That's Anya. But so the guy, I want to talk about okay. the guy because I'm interested. And First I think the all, listeners are interested <clears throat> in that someone as lovely as Anya Marina <laughs> can get strung around by a shitty guy. He's this stop because I said it. I'm not signing off on what you're saying. Okay. You did not, you did not get strung, strung around or he's not a shitty guy. He's <laughs> not a shitty guy. Okay. Look, I, I think he's a shitty guy okay. and I'm on record saying it. Hey, Stop! Don't say his name. You can't hold no, me, dude. We're, we're editing. You can't hold me. Stop! Don't, that's not cool. Reckless, no, reckless, I will literally reckless. stop. <laughs> stop! You can't say I'm sorry. that. We have to edit that out. Shelby, can you make a note? Sam just said his name. Do you know how much money there's? You can't say people's names and throw them under the bus. Just I'm th- stop! I'm throwing stop. Them under the plane. You can't hold me. Okay. <laughs> well, let's talk about it. Okay, don't give out my email either. I won't. I won't. You're such I, a dick. You're a grudge holder. The worst thing is, I... You're a grudge holder. Do you know how long it takes to edit this fucking shit out? You, we are Shelby, how much money grateful. do you make? You're doing this for Anya, free. You, she's changing the... Anya's changing <laughs> No, it's related because if he has to do this Anya, for on. free... Fine. Come on. All right, so the person who shall remain, who shall remain nameless, whose name is... <laughs> Is, can <laughs> well, we just put good. that yeah. over? No, no, no. Just, just, yeah. Um, 
I mentioned months ago, I got an, whatever. I can't even remember the story. It doesn't remember. Do. It's like a year you old. Got, you you wanted a commitment from him and he wouldn't give it to you. And you emailed him detailing your concerns and he didn't, and he showed no response, no life, no response. Right. And, and that's, I think, a coward move. And now he claims he didn't even get it. You got it, dude. You got the email. Come on. Who's not checking their email? <laughs> I know. I know that it's not I think it's possible. cowardly. I think it's cowardly. And this is another thing I'll go on record saying. I think it's cowardly when you show your emotions to someone, you really give yourself to someone, and you put yourself out there and are completely vulnerable, and they give back nothing. They either freeze or they just give you nothing. And then they're like, I didn't, I didn't know. Well, you're facing your feelings, and he's running from his. You know, that's you're, what I say. You're full of like real gems today. I'm I'm always full of gems. You, I don't get to talk because Phil's always trying to undercut me when he's here. <laughs> no, but I'm completely serious. When someone when someone tells you, bears and, their I, soul. and I've been there. Yeah, I remember one time this girl I really liked. I wrote this long detailed thing. I was like, this is fucking Leonard Cohen esque. I mean, this what I'm writing here is powerful. Yeah, and she just wrote back, thanks. <laughs> and I was just like, hey, I took that took me like an hour. <laughs> this took me like hours and hours of my life then afterwards I oh no she, I wrote, she wrote thank you it was two words I stand corrected <laughs> thank you that's the worst when you put so much into it but then hearing back that it, it never got received whether it got lost I'm doing air quotes now or whatever um, it makes you laugh because it's like now that I'm over it emotionally it's not charged for me anymore it's like okay whatever it's been almost a year it's like it just makes me think how much how much of a trial I put myself through how much agony I put myself through oh my god hey, it's Phil. the one and only Phil Hanley Phil Hanley's here I love that shirt and he has a big bag of snacks how are you we're just talking about my life and me and we're talking about that guy who strung on you along for uh, a, a while remember that guy and she wrote the email she put herself out there yeah. and, and he never even responded this wow. coward never responded and now he reached out again because maybe I don't know maybe now he feels a little lonely maybe no. he's in a moment of desperation no. now I wanted to let me say I wanted to just let bygones be bygones and he had written me an email a pylons few. be pylons it's <laughs> yeah. the Phil Hanley joke from like 20 years ago <laughs> it's quite 20 years working the chuckle hut in the hits. 80s still hits <laughs> He said, can we just be friends? And that was back in July. And then I just recently was like, I'm over it. And I just responded, okay. And then... Can we just be friends, by the way? No. I have... Did you not read the email? I have intense feelings for you. Right. You want me to just be your friend? You want me to just scale down my feelings and embrace yours? Fuck you. Which is why I... Not you, Anya. Which is... The guy whose name I will not say again. He you said, said his name. I made a mistake, Thank Phil. You. Jesus. He said Christ. his name. Well, you always say people's names on this podcast. Oh, I'm trying to live for your diehard, bro. And if you can't accept that, then you can't accept this comedy. He honestly said the person's name again. Phil also missed a new segment. Anya's changing the fucking subject. Anya, back. Let's go back to the guy. I'm gonna die. <clears throat> did he just just so? Are you joking or did Sam really out someone again? He did. Okay. We have to edit Ouch. it. Shelby has his work cut out for I mentioned his given name that his mother gave him? I outed him, Phil? <laughs> anyway. What is this, the communist 50s? Eat away, eat away. I'm sorry. What yeah. is this, the upcoming no. movie Trumbo starring Brian Cranston and Louis C.K.? <laughs> What's that? What is A that? movie about the Red Scare. Oh. Can we, t- is, do you feel like you're in the studio with Dr. Dre when Sam wears his hood <laughs> yeah. beneath his... You yeah. look great, but you do. I've, I've never got. So I'm trying to embrace a more hip hop appeal. I'm trying to bring a younger audience into the show. I know that's what I thought when I walked in. I was like, he looks gangsta. And yeah, he, he looks does. Cool. Yeah, it's life like, ain't nothing but bitches and money. It's very Dre. <laughs> it's not like an old Jew. Straight up Compton, yeah. dude. Straight yeah. out of Compton, Dre. Yeah, I'm not seeing that movie. Let's, you're not going to see it. How come he beats women? Does he really? Yeah. Not I didn't mean that was a quote from the song. I don't. I don't. Uh, Allegedly. I do not endorse those views. Uh huh. I'm gonna see it when tell it comes out on demand. Run. Phil, <laughs> tell me to the little pussy ass turkey sandwich you're eating right now. Who brings a turkey sandwich into the podcast? You I'm eat sorry. exactly the way I think you would eat, and that bothers me. I'm what sorry, neatly. I'm peckish. I'm peckish. I'm Phil Hanley and I'm peckish. I'm starving. I just had an intense therapy session. Ugh, I had My, that yesterday. Turns out I go into therapy. Me too. Turns Get, out I'm cured. I've gotten to the point where my therapist is asking me questions, life advice and stuff like that. <laughs> I just, honestly, I'm the same therapist. Is, well, I'm in, I totally sorted him out. Yeah, we talked about that. You sorted him out? Dude, uh, no, no, my friend, my I'm going to say her name because she won't care if I say her name because I, I talked to her about it all the time. Please don't. Okay, well, my Jesus. friend. First off, I'm on this great bit where I'm now giving my therapist therapy. 
Okay, keep but going. No, 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 no. I was no, going to get, no, it was coming to a big crescendo. But no, you, you out someone. All right, I won't say her name, but my friend, she always, she would always say to me, she would just start complaining. I'll say, I think you should see a psychiatrist. And she always says, I did and I'm cured. <laughs> he said, know. he told me I'm cured. And I was like, that's how therapists get rid of annoying people. <laughs> Yeah. That's funny. They're like, there's like nothing that. more you Which can. Which brings us, Anya and I, to a segment of the podcast <laughs> called We're Cured, Sam. So. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. You, you know, guys have been great. Thank you know, you. it was great. I had my therapy session yesterday. Thank God we're off that topic. And oh, we gotta go we're back coming back. We're coming back. And she told me, and this always feels good, she was like, I said, you know, I've been really having some crazy thoughts, like really not helpful thinking. And usually she's like, no, it's not. Stop doing that. And this time she's like, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) That is crazy. And it just felt good to like have it, um, what do you call it, validated, you know? But I am cured. I'm I'm better now. No, You are cured. No, she just, I feel like my whole, it was the first therapy session I've ever had that never mentioned a romantic problem. Wow. It was oh, really? all about my me. Yeah, it was all about like my my all doubts. About Anya. Yeah, a short story. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think? Don't you think? Yeah, but isn't it? If I'm it felt so in, healthy. If I'm in a therapy session and all I'm talking about is romantic stuff, then I'm like, well, maybe you're just with the wrong person. Uh, yes, exactly. Maybe. I think in you know? a way I've been cured of that, which kind of brings. Well, Phil, us. I have to talk about you. Something. Uh, I think we need to split up. Okay. I've been talking about you. I almost cried in therapy yesterday. I got really emotional, and he thought I was going to cry, so he handed me the tissue box, and I pulled the tissue out, and it was only one tissue in the box. It was like this awkward thing where I was like, well, I can't cry now. There's no tissue. He told me, he told me uh, that you're his only patient that's a pussy. So he only he said one. that? Yeah. He only what has, the fuck? He only has one Kleenex. What happened to doctor-patient confidentiality? I didn't know they could say that. <laughs> oh, he went public. He outed you. Taste your own medicine. Of course, the sandwich has avocado on it. It's classic Hanley. Hanley, I take him to uh, H&H. Well, now avocados are somehow gay. No, I love avocados. I love them, but Hanley can't get a sandwich with that one. We went to- uh, He's I, healthy. I, he cares about antioxidants and the right fats. Suck it, dog. Omega. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, we got to get, get X-Pac on the podcast because X-Pac started Suck It. So that would be like a great really? guest. Yeah. Shall we Google X-Pac? Is that part of your gang? With Who's your- X-Pac? He was a pro wrestler. Oh, oh right. Yeah, we should have him. Phil, you got to finish that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's a punk, yo. I don't like him anymore, yo. So, Can we go back to this guy yes. for a second? Because I feel like Anya is changing the fucking subject. Thank you, studio audience. <laughs> um, <laughs> the producer just rolled his eyes at <laughs> I just said, I don't know where we were, but anyway, um, he allegedly didn't get it, which just goes to show you that it wasn't that important. Something that I put all this weight on for months and months and months and like held my breath about, even though I told myself I wasn't, was just a waste. It was just a waste, and I'm glad I've moved forward. I'm willing to let bygones be bygones and put this person in the right size so. in my mind. And that's really what brings us to our emails today. Wait, wait. One, I want to say one thing, too. Yeah. And this is the hard thing. That'll probably be a few for you today. The, yeah. the, first, this is what I want to say. The energy in here is really taking a hit since Phil showed up. <laughs> Secondly. Can I just, before uh, you say this, you're wearing the hood and the thing. You look great. But you, I can see you also you're wearing a basketball jersey. <laughs> yeah, Are you wearing that. a medallion? Starks. No. Okay. John Starks, baby. Yeah. This is from like fourth grade. It still fits. Uh, Why are you not a, sweating, P.S.? How am I not sweating? I'm sweating. Because I never cop a sweat, yeah. Well, That's that lingo for I don't sweat. Fit. That must have been quite big on you in grade four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got them. You wore them baggy and now you wear them to show off the guns. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing a hoodie on top. Uh, <laughs> do you call the hoodie your holster? That is fucking racist. <laughs> if, if you want to send in letters for that, we understand. You, Bill Hanley you thinking admitted that's, racist. You thinking yes. that's racist is, is racist. racist. Wow. <laughs> but you guys thinking that I think that is racist is even more racist. So here's what I wanted to say about okay. what Anya said. Yeah, I remember please. when you told me about this guy for the first time. We were hanging out at Union Hall. We were at your show. And I was like, I don't like this guy. I and think I he's was bad in tears. fucking news. And I, was, and I was, and the crowd was in tears from my jokes laughing. God, back to Sam. <laughs> But, <laughs> yeah, always back to Sam. But Anya, Guns you. Morale. <laughs> but Anya, you. I remember telling you, I'm like, this guy's a piece of shit. I don't like him. And I was like, what is Nikki Glazer thing? And you were like, she agrees with you. And I was like, of course she does. Because Sam Morell is always dropping the knowledge in the 718. 
<laughs> so yeah, you had my back. That's what you're saying. The moral of the story. The moral is, of the story is it's hard to hear, but like you're, I think usually your friends are right on these people. I think oh, usually. Yeah, it's it, it's so, and I always leave. Yeah. Uh, if your friends aren't even holding their breath, thinking it, it's so, your friends for some reason can just see things so clearly. I mean, unless you have like weird friends, but for. Us that are lucky enough to have nice friends. No, I, I, or your family. Like, if your family's like, yeah, I don't you like Give me this a dirty person. look for that one. <laughs> if, I don't, if I don't like, um, yeah, it really is true. Cause you see it all yeah. the time. It's so clear when, when someone you care about is in like a weird, shitty relationship, you, it's so apparent to you. You're like, oh, this is, no, it's not working. But then again, uh, yeah. Yeah, know. no, he's right. I mean, if, if your friends are not even biting their tongue, then you're, in, I think you're in trouble. That's that's what I think because usually people will be like, oh, nice girl, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and then she leaves, and then you're like, you guys break up, and I'm like, you're like, Phil, what the fuck were you thinking, dude? And then he's like, we just got married. And I'm like, Phil, <laughs> god damn it, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can never say something bad about somebody's partner. I don't think. Uh, you yeah, you got to be real careful. They always you end have up to ma- sandwich it. Yeah. You have to be like, she's got great cans, but she's really annoying and terrible. <laughs> also, uh, great eyes. I love her eyes. <laughs> yeah, people were not, I mean, I never introduced this person to anybody. The The real, like, humbling part is my part, and I know this isn't maybe that interesting for the radio or whatever, or it's not that funny, but you know what? I'm not a comic. Um, so I get to talk about this part. The part that I had was the fantasy life of, like, this little thing that wasn't that big of a thing. It was really just an acquaintanceship with some romantic element to it. I really blew up in my mind to be something so much bigger. I mean, think of the amount of time. But he was probably saying romantic podcast. stuff to you, right? He was probably like romancing you to get you to fall Yeah, Do- Yeah, but also like in tandem being like, I cannot and will not go there don't you think it's like i remember when i was a kid you'd get like a soccer ball and then you're like within like five minutes you'd be like yeah i'll probably go pro <laughs> yeah yeah like, I'll probably, and then you lose that like you lose that uh 100 besides with r- like romantic stuff where you're like you meet someone and you're like yeah we're gonna be happy together you know yeah. and our kids are gonna be good looking and, and like, then you walk in on your friend kicking that ball and you're like you fucking whore ball and they're like, I just got semi-pro. I yeah, just no, got but recruited. you know what I mean. That's like the you lose the you're 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 you lose that when you're a kid. The reality is so gone. Like you just think like you get soccer ball, you get pro, whatever. But then when it comes to um, meeting people, adults still have that thing that's just so unrealistic. You think all do, or just uh, some of us? No, I think people do. I, 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 yeah, I think I think people do, unless. Yeah, I think, don't you think, Sammy? Like, if you meet someone, a month in, you get ahead of yourself. There's no You way. get ahead of yourself, and the other problem that not enough people talk about is that two people are rarely on the exact same level, no matter what. Even if you start dating, yeah. someone's going to be more intense than the other one, and mm-hmm. it's up to the other one to either compromise or yeah. be like... The, the main problem, I think, is when people are like, when they kind of say what the other person wants to hear and mislead the other person, and then they're like... Oh, we're we're at the same place, but the other person's still kind of emotionally dialed back, and then it kind of misleads it leads someone else on. I think. Yeah, it's so confusing. Like, just stick with one program and be like, "This is just a casual thing." This is just, like I remember having a casual thing way many years ago. I only had one, and I remember telling the guy the whole time through, "I really like you. You're such a sweet person." I just have to reiterate, like, this is not gonna be a relationship ever. And okay, and he, yeah, and he was like, he was like, okay, okay, but I could sense it was going that way, like he was becoming more interested in, you know, just the typical relationship stuff. Wanted to meet my family, like was giving me gifts, was just very, very sweet, was very attentive. We started spending more time together. So I'll give you back that Rolex, (laughs) and you can meet my family next week. But I had to say, like, I hate to remind you, but that just I won't change my mind. This is just this is a time where I'm not emotionally available at all. I'm still hurting so much over the last thing. So if you're cool with that, I'm still cool with this. Is that a thing like timing? Like maybe at some point you could have been with that guy. My heart was broken. You, so you like this guy? No, it was broken over the last oh, okay. person. Is this like, the person that you? Yeah, that I was with for six years. Okay, and and so and then I like had I guess you call it a rebound, and it was very enjoyable. It was very fun, and it was so important. Did to you me. have feelings for the guy? 
Yeah, like fondness, it like almost just like a friend feeling. But like then we also had great sexual chemistry too. But Were you attracted to him. You know what? We just didn't have a soul connection. Like we didn't have that. Like we, I remember sitting at dinner like once. The nice cans thing that Sam was right. talking about. We had nothing to say at dinner once, and oh. many times actually. And we. We were we could like pal around and we were in similar gr- friend groups. Like all of our friends were friends with each other. Oh, that's kind of messy. And we had like music in common and like you know, but we just didn't click here up here and like mentally or so, I don't know. And he, uh, it's not that he wasn't smart. He got a perfect score on his SAT. The guy was the smartest guy. We just didn't. Yeah, but it's click. about social. It's yeah. not. It's not about like standardized Looks testing smart. is not yeah. a way to measure yeah. intelligence. And maybe we would have later. I don't know. I just wasn't. All I was doing was like just barely getting through the days and like barely getting through work. I was really despondent. How long were you heartbroken for? It was too long. Like I could not get over that relationship. It was a long relationship. Like at least, at least, I feel like a couple, like a couple of years, where I was just oh, still no, stuck on that. Yep. Old, like I would not have gone back with him, but I was still very much hurting. I bet for a good year, had he really come back and like made an overture, I would have been like, okay, you know. I, I think I would have entertained. I it. dated a girl for five years, and uh, I knew like it just didn't make sense that our situation. Like it was like this has to come to an end or whatever. But I was still, I swear to God, I was in a bad mood for like a year. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Even if it's the best thing for you, you still feel it. It's crazy. Yeah. Could like, you date anyone? Did you date anyone seriously during that year? I'm trying to think. Bad mood year? Uh, I love that. No. <clears throat> I met, you know what? It was, it was, uh, it was like funky timing because it was like, it was also when I was like relocating here. And then I met, no, I didn't even, no, I didn't date. I look back and I'm like, it was like, I didn't even, like, it wasn't even like on the, like, I'm, I was like living in New York uh doing spots and stuff like that and it didn't even cross my mind to date like it, I, I wasn't even in a situation like i wasn't even like yeah you flirting with anyone or anything like that and then uh it's kind of like you're cut off I, it, just, it just like i look back and i'm like you could have gone out for a drink with a nice girl like yeah. i didn't even yeah think but you wouldn't that. have enjoyed it i uh, mean you, you'd be disconnected like yeah. you think you think casual sex will help after something like that but it just deepens the hole usually yeah it does because it's it's just a it's like what casual sex does for me anyways is like you you with someone which is the activity that you might miss the most or something that you really miss about the person that you're heartbroken about right that connection connecting with someone and then you do the exact same activity with someone else (laughs) and that connection is not there so you're like uh like you might like it's not you know what i mean it's just asking to do shit your ex did it's a reminder (laughs) it's a reminder that you're not going to have that inner uh, connection again. Yeah, you know? I think so timing tough. is everything. Yeah. And it's so true what you guys said about friends because, you know, now I've been dating and I had my friends weigh in on the person that I went out with a f- couple times and just them saying stuff like, great guy, like really great person or like, it's really sexy. Like those little comments all of a sudden meant so much and like really helped me be more open because I feel like my default setting is I just want to be alone. I just am full of doubt and I should just be alone. Yeah, mine is I just, I just want to work and do stand up. Yeah, and it'll be I'll be distracted, which is crazy because you're just like, no, you're supposed to have like connections, connections and, and uh, a life that's like enriched with other people and ideas and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's not joy. About, yeah, joy, right? And I'm just like, nah, 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 I work and do <laughs> yeah. shows and then, uh, you know what I mean? I'll phone Sam. You're feeling lonely. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, I'm serious. I, no, I'm dead serious. That's like, I'm like, no, nah, yeah. I talk to people. I talk to Sam. Yeah. Well, you, you're, feeling, you're feeling lonely and then you're like, I'm going to go around people and you're like, well, this isn't helping at all. No, this, yeah, this, this, is, this, is, this worse. is worse. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but then sometimes I also hate the effect that comedy has because I mean it saves me but it also I'm like man I put way too much I was in such a bad mood a couple nights ago I'm at the cellar I do a late spot the crowd's on fire and I was like wow I'm in a really good mood now and then I had a couple drinks I'm like now I'm in a really good mood Yeah, you know and you're just like Uh wow I I I have really unhealthy expectations for I think for comedy to save me out of like a funk oh Oh, but I don't even think I approach yeah like if I'm like having a shitty day or whatever and then, but it's crazy. Nothing can relieve that mood or or whatever. Like stand up, like you can be three minutes into a set and doing well, and a new joke hits, and and then you you feel great. And then, but that lasts. Uh, then you're then like it was a good day. 
even though you were like grumpy and felt like you know in a bad mood up that until that point that's healthy no i uh, no, i mean i'm I, no I'm, no i don't think it's healthy at all I no think, i think you want to be even killed and i, I don't mm. it's maybe. great to feel good from comedy but to put that much stock in anything that's especially i mean stand-up's already going to be this you know mercurial kind of unpredictable life and and uh to put any stock in that on top of a healthy amount is is bad it's yeah, gonna lead to more unhappiness yeah because there's, there's like high highs and it just gives you yeah. high highs and low lows so if you're in a bad mood and then on top of that the crowd sucks right and you know what i mean so it's sometimes like you do stand up and you feel worse after well, the crowd, if ever. you don't connect it all in the crowd, it's terrible. Yeah, it'll make a bad mood worse. It's like what Phil always says to me. I think you said your dad told you this, is that only drink when you're in a good mood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. dad my dad was like, uh, who never, like, I mean, he doesn't uh, drink anymore because he had, like, this health thing, and, and, and it was so he can't drink anymore. But, um, uh, but yeah, no, he was always like, yeah, you drink to celebrate, but he's like, do not drink when you have problems because they'll advice. just make them so much worse. And here's the problem. When you're on the road, the bar is right there. So if you have a bad yeah. set, you're kind of yeah. like, well, I know something that'll help immediately. Yeah. I, I <laughs> Shot. The one thing that uh, I, re- I really try to stick to that, man. Oh, I wish I, I really try to. Like I'll have, if I have like a shitty day or whatever, I'll, I'll have a drink. Like I'll have a scotch, or whatever, but I don't get blasted because I know then the next day, if I'm hungover and, you know, whatever, have problems on top of that, that is ugly. Yeah, it's it, it puts you in a deeper funk. But... And then I'm not going to work, and then that's going to compound it, and I'm not going <sighs> to exercise, and that's going to compound. It. You know what I mean? It's just <clears throat> uh, yeah. it's ugly. If you have like a whole bunch of factors on top of each other. Yeah, I feel like I miss those days where I could exercise that freedom to do that. I can't like really risk it anymore having a drink because it's just like I I am too sensitive to like to roll the dice that dice because the likelihood of me going and just like being in a perennial bad mood is so high. It's so also I'm don't. so much more sensitive too than I wish. Like I have a totally different idea of the type of man I am and the actual man I am. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, like, I'm kind of like a tough guy and then I'll like and then I'll be like a fight in a relationship or like I'll have a couple too many drinks and I'll be like <laughs> <laughs> All uh, fights are amplified by booze, I swear. But, oh god, it oh, doesn't. Yeah. And then and then she's like you were drunk. I'm like no I wasn't, you know. Like, I, I can never admit it either. She's like you were drunk. I'm like I had like two drinks yeah, and she's you, like you were shit face. What comic do you, to be a comic you have to be s- sensitive you have to feel everything because that's where what like how are you not that's where the comedy comes you know what i mean any any creative person any creative person it's a fucked up combo between like thick skin and thin skin because to survive you have to have the thick skin but then to create this stuff you gotta be you have to feel things you have to like be in your head and allow yourself to feel these things so yeah, that's the other thing is like getting over a breakup when you're like trying to have you ever tried to get over a breakup and like Anya will be writing these songs about it, Phil will have these jokes about it. You're you're trying to get over it, but then you're like you're in your head thinking about it all fucking day. I'm like, does that, yeah. does that, does that expedite <laughs> right. it or does it are you just feeding on it and making it ten times worse? I mean expedite getting over it. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it expedites it. Uh, or maybe it doesn't because expedite you're it. it. Maybe it like for me, I'm a perfect example of somebody that took a way long time. All my friends were like, "How many more months are you gonna get over?" Like how? But my work got better. I had somewhere to focus my energy, and I got over it for real. Like whether it took years or not, I got over it in a real way. Like I learned big lessons from it. You know, it wasn't just like, "Oh, I'm over that guy. I'm over him." I think I got over it to the point where if I met another person like that, I was like, I, I, no, I can't. Like, I've learned to th- maybe. Oh, really? That's good. If you learn, so, I mean, people may, yeah, I don't know. I was thinking Nick Griffin's jokes about how he's been, had all these relationships and he's learned nothing. He's like, none of my credits transfer. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's true. I mean, I did get involved with this thing, but I'm not so much into blaming that person that we were talking about with the email. It's more like, wow, I had a little, it's almost like an alcoholic having a slip, like, Having rum wow. rum cake at a wedding or something and being like, I knew I was having rum cake. I feel like that's not how most alcoholics slip. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> One but- piece of cake, please. <laughs> 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 but yeah, but I think it's, yeah, you're right. That's an interesting analogy. I was definitely flirting with some a road I'd been on before and like, oh, this will be fun and exciting. And I know it's like a huge step backwards in so many ways. Like I deserve better than this. I I know that I do. But the high was so high of connecting with somebody on 
multiple levels. I don't know. It's like your song Candy. You know it's bad for you, but you can't really resist it, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's going to be on the record. Great hey, song. You guys were just talking about something I don't want to forget. Um, I've never heard so many people talk about the high of being on stage as stand-up comics. Like, nobody talks about really? it like stand-up comics. Even mu- I thought musicians would be even no. more. I, I mean, they like it, but I always hear from stand-ups, I got on Laughter stage, I got to laugh. Laughter is such an instant reaction. Yeah. It's, uh, it really, I mean, especially in a room like The Cellar, like, there's kind of nothing yeah, like it. you can't. Uh, people don't understand how, yeah, The, the, the Cellar's just st- like it's perfect. Like and you it's, know it's funny. I, Michelle Wolf and I were talking before sets the other night, and we were like, "Yeah, it doesn't even always cheer me up because uh, we're doing so many of the same jokes as the seller because you just got to kill for the most part." There, yeah. I, I slip in a couple news, but uh, I don't do too same. much because we have short jokes. We can kind of get away with slipping in some new. Yeah. But, uh, I remember we were talking about that. I went up and I crushed, and I was like, "I actually feel a lot better." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that yeah. A lot. Well, because you. Yeah. Yeah. I relate to that in the sense of if I have a good show or there's a good moment at a show where I'm talking to the crowd and then I get a laugh just as a joke or as like a bonus, I guess. Uh It feels fucking amazing. So I can't imagine what it's like to do that for a living where you're just constantly getting laughs. But what I'm so jealous of or so envious of with you guys is you can't, like I've seen it with Nikki too. You know, I I lived with her. I love your eyebrows. (laughs) But Nikki, like... Sam's got a hell of a pair. Okay. You guys will intense, like Phil. run to the, your jobs. You love it. Whereas yeah. I, I spend all this time and money in therapy going, I would do anything not to have to go on tour or like play oh, really? a show. Oh, and, really? But then when I'm on stage, I'm like, why don't I do this all the time? It's the best feeling in the world. Well, I mean, with travel, like Sammy, when you're at LaGuardia, at yeah. fucking 7, 7 in the morning. Ugh. On a Wednesday, like you're in the club, it's not on a Wednesday. They're bringing you in a day early. You're not. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, this is. Yeah, it's that feeling where you're like, why do I do this? But then you have that also. You have that moment where you're like, I'm never like, why do I do this? But I'm just like, oh, this is very unpleasant. This is a really. Um, I just think they everyone could do such a better job and how they treat us and it and it. Uh, oh, the club owners. Or? Yeah, a lot of the club owners could treat us a lot better and keep us in the loop. But, but you some never do, have some treat doubt. Like I, I experience stuff like fuck, I have to pick up my guitar and learn all these songs again and what if I fuck up the lyrics and I can't remember these chords and I hate being the only one that has to play these songs. Like, I can't bring a whole band on the road. It's like, it feels like so much pressure on me to carry off the show and I have to promote the show and I have to, it's you, just so unpleasant. But to do, to when I look at now, to traveling, uh, I do, don't, I don't like getting up or I don't like getting it. Well, just because I stay up late. So you're, you're in the airport. I was on up till 530 sleep. last night. You're, you're in the airport with like an hour. I just sleep. don't sleep. But anyways, so you just feel shitty. But um, when I was younger, I would think like, traveling with your friends in a band would be so great mm-hmm. and now that I'm older and, and I'm just traveling by myself I mean it's it's great and opportunities if you do a festival or whatever and you get to travel uh, with friends but to be in a band and those politics and that shit like when you're like in your 30 like that must I don't know how bands do it. like you I understand why bands break up all the time because you must just lose your fucking mind because once people, you know, one guy's, you know, does this and does that, does that. Someone's still partying. One's that you know, part going through can a divorce. One's like, what, like, it must be really yeah. tough. The tone changes. Like, I'll be listening to, like, On the Road Again. <laughs> yeah. da, da, da. And then you're like, On the Road Again. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kill me. Da, 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 da. Fucking kill me. I feel more relieved when I'm touring with friends. Like, I'm going to be touring with Josh Radin, and I can't wait. He's fun. I love his whole band. I love his crew. But again, you're kind of separated from it. Yeah, I think it's like going on vacation with someone else's family that you like the family. That's true. Some you're going to be like, oh, what a fun. And you're dad. with the tour. We're usually on our own. Like if we can bring someone, that's fun. But Phil and I are usually yeah. alone, and it's it is an isolating feeling. Like it really like you're in some fucking La Quinta Inn in some podunk town. You don't have a car, so you're pretty much confined to the hotel room. You. Oh, so I, I'm not doing that. I played a club this this year. And I was on the highway. Uh, it was like a long fucking week. Like it started Tuesday or something like that. It was a long <laughs> week. And um, I think, I think it, it was either Tuesday to Monday or Wednesday to whatever. But uh, the club was great. But I was in this hotel and 
and I'm told Nick DiPaolo has a joke about this, but I was checking in and someone was being arrested. Yeah, he's a jokey too. You know, you're standing in a dump when you walk in. There's like a there's like a, Guy a, was a being... state trooper pepper spraying a maid. That's his joke. Yeah. He also has a he's joke so about good. he also has a joke about. Uh, I checked into this hotel and there was a shit floating in the toilet. I go, you know, most hotels leave a mint on your pillow. You guys are really trying to make me feel at home. But yeah, so a guy's being arrested in the lobby, uh, like handcuffed, taken to, and then I'm like, oh yeah, uh, Hanley with the comedy club. So then I ch- I check in. There was uh, and I and I I don't know if you remember Sammy, but I was on the phone with you the whole time. There was um, a Denny's in the parking lot. There was I could get to a Denny's. Oh, I know the hotel. I could I stay at this place a few weeks before you. Oh right, yeah, and you and, and then and no gym. Have a fucking gym. How long does it have a treadmill? It, what does it cost you to have a, a treadmill? I, I'm sick. Of, it only depresses you more to be doing these prison style workouts in your yeah, hotel room. in your prison cell. Like there's nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like just like if the if the. I feel like you've had it. Uh, yeah, well, you've so, had it, bro. So so uh, so anyway. So then you can just get to the Denny's or risk your life and cross a high. Like you you oh. could risk your life and cross. We the lost highway. Hanley on the highway trying to find well, some no, avocado but it's toast. So dangerous because I'm just starving. And then they're like, "Well, there's food at the club," and you're like, "And you get some dirty looks ordering the farm fresh omelet at Denny's." There's the no truckers. There's no. Oh man, it's just crazy. And then you're at Denny's. And you're already bummed out. I remember being at Denny's and being bummed out. And there was this waitress who was really friendly and really nice. And I remember thinking, I remember just watching her. And I would be there for hours. I remember watching her and all these like older dudes like hitting on her. I'm like, oh, Jesus, we're all fucked. Like, this is really <laughs> miserable. That's not a good place to measure humanity. So then, Denny's. <laughs> so then, so then I, oh, oh, so this is what happens. This is what happens. Again, is the club so is great. These accommodations were not, I'm not going to say the name of the hotel, but. I'll it, say it. No, no, I'll no, say don't, it right no, because you're outing me. Wild card. You're me. Woo! Just, Wild card. Just, okay, don't say it. So anyway. I will say the only thing I'll say no, about the name. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm telling my story. Don't say anything. If you want to tell your thing, do not out me because it's so I'm obvious. I'm not outing you the name. No, you I'm don't not, say I the name. I'm asking not you not to say the name. Okay, well, that would be nice. The only thing I'm saying. Is it had a very similar name Why to another hotel? So when this? I googled the other hotel, oh. the other hotel had yeah. really nice accommodations, yeah, and I expected those nice accommodations. There's like, oh no, this is this hotel, and it had like it was <laughs> off by like one letter. The hotel, yeah, it's like when uh, I remember going to Europe and you would see guys. Um, with like sporting <laughs> stuff and they'd like tried to get like American sporting stuff yeah. but instead of like the red skins it would be like the red skin like they would just take like one letter away which I yeah. find that name offensive anyway <laughs> Me too. But, I don't know why no, you brought but, it up bro <laughs> no like it would be like instead of the Knicks with a K it would be like the Knicks like just the guys team type like all the right. sports just but it's a showtime that's what, show they that, got together and they got a squad <laughs> that's what uh, that's what this hotel was it was just like you look at it quick especially as a dyslexic you're like oh this won't be bad and then you get there it's a rest but anyway so we stay I stay in this hotel uh there was supposed to be a sunday show and then this snowstorm they're like oh, there's gonna be a storm no. like you're not getting out like if you can't get to the airport now like the, the airline was like you can like was texting me get out now or like we're not expecting flights <laughs> to be leaving till tuesday i and i'm downtown of this city and i say to the guy uh very cool dude the guy that was opening for me again i'm not gonna say his name because it'll out though whatever but uh so i'm like um we got to get to the airport. And he's like, oh, that's impossible. Like it takes, you got to get there like this much in advance. The hotel is... Here's a Denny's coupon though for tomorrow. <laughs> this, uh, the hotel, if you tried the shakes, the hotel is, uh, you know, 20 minutes, like just the math. You, there's no way you can get to the airport to get this last flight. And they don't care anyway because it's you, like you're like, oh, right, I got a flight tomorrow morning and, and it's like some bar back who's like, what time's your flight? Eight o'clock? I'll pick you up at 7.45. Yeah, it says like, here they're boarding at yeah, 7.30. Like, like, you're fine. Guy, it's a yeah, small you, airport. He's on house arrest, so he's, no, he's not even allowed near an airport. So he's not. So this, Drops you out 500 so feet away. This, he's like, he can get there from here, right? Fine. Yeah, it's across the highway. So uh, I'm like, fuck it. We're going to try. And he's like, well, there's no. He's like, I will. I think he just wanted to ask me about jokes. But yeah, we're like, again, really cool dude. But uh, How arrogant is Hanley? He's like, I think he just wanted to pick my brain. <laughs> from this kind of, you know. no, he just wanted to you know, shoot the shit with a comic that wasn't from the, the smaller scene or whatever, I think. Yeah. 
yeah, you're not. You probably you've never sensed that from someone. <laughs> but um, I've sensed arrogance. I've sensed that. <laughs> Hanley arrogance. <laughs> so so I've had it, bro. We some. I get him to do it. He's really cool. We go in. I run in to my hotel room like I'm fucking robbing the place, throwing all my shit uh, in, into folding five cardigans at a time. <laughs> I'm like throw all my shit, throw all my shit into my bag, all my Kiehl's products into my. <laughs> in, frick, I hate no, it's time for a sponsor break. Into, into my, uh, I actually got a beef with them, but into my, uh, into my bag, throw all my shit into my bag. Back in, he's like, I- I'm on the, I'm on the Delta app, like. Oh my god, the flight's been delayed 10 minutes. He's like, oh yeah, they're still not gonna do it. The flight just got delayed, 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 delayed. I got it, ran to the airport, got on the flight, got back uh, home just in time to, um, yeah. Anyways, and then wow. I was sick for two weeks. I was sick for two weeks. Thank you, Anya. Sam's tr- trying to think of something mean spirited so like, to I, say. I, you know, Most likely misogynistic. Wow. Uh, I, this is, I, if uh, anyone's been defensive on you this episode, it's uh, been me. You've been the misogynist. I, uh, yeah, and then from the hotel, the misspelt hotel, I was sick for two weeks. It was like the sickest I've ever been. Little Hanley's weak with immune system. I don't know. I got like this like oh, crazy cold. ass cold from the hotel had a rotary phone. <laughs> I love this place. The hotel had a rotary yeah, phone. Not funny. Could you imagine it's, the fucking cesspool of I've been germs there. and so on? I mean, it's, you are fired up, bro. I'm fired up, bro. <laughs> I love Hanley's it. Hanley's microbe cloud is still uh, still there. You know, here's the thing about Denny's is another thing. I wasn't even allowed. I I do have a fascination when there's a Denny's right next to the hotel because I wasn't allowed to go there when I was a kid <laughs> because there was a racist incident there and my mom was like, "We'll never eat at Denny's." Oh, really? And I was like, all right. And oh, now wow. you just outed like, uh, Joe Mackey as your mom. Joe Mackey is my mom. <laughs> I love you. Do the same voice. You know what? I have a limited arsenal, Phil. You, <laughs> you called really attention do. to it. <laughs> I'm really doing my best every day of the week. Where'd you get your degree? My degree, NYU. I didn't know that. I thought whenever someone says to say, where'd you get your degree? I always think that he wears female deodorant. You're really educated. Nothing? Anya, you know what? I don't like to talk what about did you that. T- so did you graduate? <laughs> I did, yeah. I can't believe that. Did really? You? That's yeah, nice. He looked a little... All of a sudden, oh, he got a little closed up. Like, he oh, didn't want to... Well, he closes he up. He didn't want to talk about it. it up. I'll talk about it off air. I don't like to, you know... Did you get a master's? I didn't get a master's. No. No, I got no. a master's on the okay. road in baiting. Baiting? Masturbation. <laughs> oh, my God. Tasteless comedy. Oh, my... Oh, comment. I don't know. You're being... Generous. Um, <laughs> You're so weird. No. What was your major? Uh, it was a writing major. Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was I'm your so minor? Impressed. The one that you went to jail for. What was her, what was her <laughs> My minor, minor was uh, See, being associated with Phil Hanley. That's how it's done. Trying to help a uh, foreign exchange done. comedian. <laughs> that's how it's done. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Denny's. I have had it, bro. <laughs> no, that was it. It was my one thing about Denny's. Have you noticed this about being on the road? When you're in a town, a small town, everyone will say, oh, it's too far. Like, no matter where you ask to go, it's so far. No, 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 you can't go there. It's it's like, thir- it's far. It's yeah. far. How far is it? Oh, it's too, It's you can't. It's it's far. And then you find out how far it is. It's 20 minutes. Yeah. It's twenty. Like, anywhere. You could be like, where's the, I heard there's a deli that, that, that you know, and a part of, or I heard there's a place they have artisanal ice cream. Oh, no, that's really far. A totally different part of town. It's really, it's going to take you forever. Minutes. And it's always 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or walking somewhere. They're like, well, do you have a car? And you're like, yeah, no, I don't have a car. I'm like, can I walk there? This just perplexes. Yeah. It's like it's, it's, Why would you walk? Yeah. They're like 450 it's pounds. Like, a, like, what, is, what is that word you <laughs> just said? No, but it's walking? like you asked there, like, can I take a hovercraft or like some <sighs> mode of transportation they've never heard of? They're like, hovercraft. Like, it's crazy. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I guess you could <laughs> <Yeah>. walk. <laughs> Have you seen these like little hovercraft things people are on in the street? Those little like those uh, scooter things? Yeah. With no handles? Yes, yeah. I took a video of it. It's on my Instagram. These children. I saw that. I follow you on Instagram. I'm pro-choice. I didn't see after it. After watching this video. You're pro-choice? Yes. After watching this video? That's what it took? <laughs> yeah. You were... Uh, before I was You were really Carly Fiorina before that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. How is that even possible that 47 minutes have gone by? There We've got to wrap it up, you guys. We have such a I great... Don't, I don't want to. ...guest coming in next. There he um, is. So let's do our appearances really quick. Phil Hanley, follow Phil at... 
Phil, Phil M. Hanley. Hanley, that's Phil motherfucking Hanley. <laughs> Sam. Where's the F? I don't think there's an F there. Someone can't spell. It's one word. It's one I word. I had that's it, bro. Word. Is that I don't word? know. Is it one word on you? Yeah, Phil, you're going to be doing Phil Hanley and Friends? I am going to do Phil. Yeah, but that's uh, tomorrow night. Okay, never mind. Any October also, appearances? Sam isn't on the show, so I didn't want to. What the fuck, dude? Um, no, uh, yet, can you go to my website? I, I'm, okay. My dates are all over the place, but please follow me on uh, Twitter. That's Phil M. Hanley. And uh, Instagram, please. And Phil follow M. Hanley. at Sam Morrill, M-O-R-I-L. Sorry, Morrell. Uh, on Twitter, uh, he's <laughs> also on Instagram. Sam's also on Red Eye at, on Fox at mid, uh, late at night. Sometimes yeah, his comedy special Red airs Reaper. soon. Our, our specials are both airing soon. Please get ready. My album comes out October 23rd. You can pre-order it. It's called Class Act. How it's can you great. dress like that and not say my album drops? My album drops uh, October 23rd. Also, uh, stay tuned. There's some New York Comedy Festival shit in the oh. works. <laughs> <laughs> that was that really did not make uh, no one bought a ticket based on that sound on yet we're doing our best but I, it should be I think I believe mm. November 10th so keep an eye open for that and uh, please help my us. therapy be worthwhile and come see me on tour because I will have undergone a lot of of good therapy um, getting me onto the stage and overcoming my stage fright you have stage fright? I, I think I just have a lot of doubt oh okay Sam should have more of that We'll talk about that more with Gary Veter, who's our I mean, guest next week. Gary Veter's on our next episode. Tune in. Did you ever see that movie Doubt? No. no. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Meryl Streep. Oh, yes, yeah, I did. So that was oh, great. Which, it was, it was a lovely your, film. What's your, I don't understand why. Would you? Would you? Meryl Streep, would I? Now or 20 years ago? Now. See her. The answer is yes to both. Now. 20 years Ricky from now. Ricky and the Flash was great. You should see that. Ricky and the Flash. <laughs> I love Ricky. that too. Um, you can check out my tour dates at AnyaMarina.com. Also, pre-order my album Paper Plane at the same place, and I'm coming to. The album is lovely. It's fantastic. I listen to it all the time. I have a special advanced copy of it because I know Anya. You guys gotta wait. Come see me. I'll be in Evanston. I'll be in New York. I'll be in Virginia, in Alexandria, in Hartford, in Albany, all over the place. AnyaMarina.com. Are you doing those dates? Uh, We're going to no, figure out some We Know Nothing so live shows. So stay shit. tuned. And if you'd I like have to come, had it, bro. Are we like, I've up? had it, bro. We're wrapping it up. Thanks for listening to We Know Nothing. Please, we love you. Listeners, but, get, please, uh, oh God. just one thing. No, come on. There's one Sam. thing. It's for some, the podcast, you dignity. fucking psycho. Some, let's end with a little I've had it, bro. Okay. Okay. Please leave ratings and reviews on our iTunes page. We Know Nothing. Tell your friends we're doing a damn good job you can see it we can see it step up to the fucking plate here Cut shelby let's okay thanks for listening we love you guys and we know nothing bye, bye. bye.